0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Mindfully Rich Podcast, your weekly look at life and finances with a twist where we talk about improving your overall relationship with money and building better financial habits. On each episode, I'll discuss real life situations and give y'all practical advice. The point of this podcast is to help you stay in your financial lane so you won't end up broke. I'm the creator and host, Richie Now. Let's jump into today's conversation. What's up, y'all? I'm back. I'm back, as y'all see. Yes, it's a good week. Feeling real good, feeling great, and I can't wait to continue on with the credit card series and give y'all all all of this great information that I have. And so I've told y'all already that March Was National Credit Education Month and April is National Financial Literacy Month. And so here on Mindfully Rich Podcast, I just decided I'm just gonna go ahead and keep this credit card series going. It's Financial Literacy Month. And so this is the financial literacy I'm giving y'all of choice to talk about credit cards. So here you go. All right. So we're continuing on. I believe this is episode four in the actual series. And we got tons more coming. And I keep saying we, because I include y'all in this, but I got a couple of more coming for y'all as well. Okay. And y'all know me, (laughs) they coming, they might, who knows? We'll see. (laughs) And so the reason why I wanted to talk about credit cards with you is because it's a question that I'm asked about all the time. When I initially started this series, I went to my friends to figure out what do y'all think people want to hear about? Because I've been in the financial industry for so long now. I'm a little removed from what do you really want to hear about? I can answer a question at the drop of a dime. I just am not always thinking of what do people really want to hear about? And so that's how the credit card series was born. And so I've been getting a lot of good feedback. I know that y'all are liking this. I appreciate that y'all are listening. Y'all are sharing the episodes going up. I think I told y'all last episode that child, the numbers then tripled. Okay. I don't know if it's the topic the podcast spreading, y'all being marketing. Child, I don't know what it is, but keep it going. All right. That's the only thing that I can say. Keep it going. Okay. And so Credit is one of those things that I know is pretty complex and I understand that. And credit cards can be even more complex to understand how they can make your score increase or decrease due to some bad information that we probably received as kids. Cause I received that same information or the myths that people tell, you know, you know the game of telephone, how, how bad it is. No, if you do this, if you do this, everybody else said, if you do this, somebody told me over here, if you do this, I wanted to make sure that I did a series where I'm giving you what the facts are so we can uncover and unveil what those fictional things that you've heard about credit pertaining to credit cards. All right. So we're going to go ahead and move into the let's talk about money segment. And I know that y'all know I'm using my girl, Erica Badu. Didn't you know for this series? Okay. So that's the song that's covering this whole series. And so for those of y'all that are new, I normally like to take a song title and use that as the topic point. And so I use Erica Badu's Didn't You Know for the title of the credit card series because I'm talking about Didn't You Know things about credit cards and how it can increase and decrease your credit score. So it fits in perfectly. I believe I had a series a little while ago where I have no song. I was like, oh my goodness, Ah, what am I gonna do? Okay, because I love music. And I wanted, when I first started this podcast, I was like, I wanna find a way to conjoin music you know, money, credit, like all that type of stuff and try to put it together. So this was my way of kind of doing that. Okay. You either like it or you don't. Whatever. I love it. Okay? <laughs> and this is conversation 92. 92 episodes in child. Okay. I'm gonna be talking. Bleh, I'm gonna be talking to y'all about the hundredth episode and the plans for the hundredth episode coming up soon. Okay. If I, if I get to a hundred too close and I'm not ready to do what I want to do for the hundredth, we just going to have a whole bunch of just bonuses, just not even an episode number, just bonus. Okay. (laughs) Y'all know me. Okay. That's all I can say. And y'all have been growing with me. Y'all are my tribe. So I'm going to assume that y'all understand me at this point in time. All right. And so we're going to go ahead and move on to the question at hand. This episode, I am focusing on, should you increase your credit card limit? All right. And so this is one of those questions that when you ask five people, You may get five different answers for some reason. It's weird, right? There's only two answers, right? But you may get so many different things depending on who you talk to, right? So I'm gonna go ahead and start by qualifying myself here just to make sure that the information really hits home with you. I've been in the financial industry coming up on 16 years in November, meaning I work in actual credit unions and or banks. And I've done that for the past 16 years. I was also an underwriter of consumer credit for a number of years. So I have had the pleasure of saying yes, no, and maybe when looking at actual loan applications. So I'd like to make sure that I qualify myself and tell you that information. So that way you can get where I'm coming from. And I'm not just this social media person that has decided they now love credit and they just about to tell y'all a whole bunch of stuff. Okay. I care about y'all. Y'all and your credit situations, and this is my collective way of giving back by giving y'all this information, okay? God gave it to me. It ain't going to do me no good if I don't share it with nobody. That is my purpose here. I am here to serve, so I am making sure that I'm doing my duty to do so, all right? So back to the question after qualifying, all right? In my opinion, I feel like, yes, you probably should increase your credit limit. If it's even a question, say you got a $500 credit limit, no brainer. Hell yeah. Increase that thing. Okay. Yes. I truly do believe if you have a credit limit under 10,000, that you probably should increase your actual credit limit, but you're probably wondering, all right, when should I do it? Why should I do it? You know, what difference does that make? And that's what I'm about to answer for you. Okay. So there's a few reasonings behind the reason why I say, yes, you should. And first, The reason why you should increase your limit is because you're giving yourself increased availability. All right. I don't know what may happen in your life, child. I don't know how much money you got. I don't know what you're able to handle at any given time. If you got the money on hand and you could do it. If you don't really care about having the money on hand, because you got people that can pay for stuff for you, child, I don't know what your situation is. But here's my reasoning. I am a single person, and because I'm single. I don't share income with anyone. Both my parents are deceased. I don't have anyone specifically. If I needed to borrow some money right now, could I probably get some money from someone? Probably. I probably could, right? I could probably go take a loan, do all of those things if I just needed to. I wanted to make sure that I protected myself. And I'm giving you an example in the form of me. I wanted to make sure that I was able to protect myself. If something happened, emergency happened, I had it on hand and I'm able to, and readily available to take care of whatever that expense is. And if that expense happened to be something that was large, I wanted to have a large enough limit So that way, if I needed to take care of a big emergency, but I still got some left over just in case something else was going on. I've told y'all so many times about just in case situations that have happened where I was so happy that I had the credit limit that I had. Y'all have to go back to some of them past episodes. child. I be like a broken record to the people who listen to this every single week? Okay. I ain't going to do that to them. Okay. (laughs) So I truly do believe that if you are one of those people where A, you don't have anyone that you can borrow money from at the drop of a dime. You don't really want to go out and go get a loan at the drop of a dime. You want to just have that availability there just in case for some, if something happens and it's a larger expense, I truly do believe that you are a candidate for increasing your actual credit limit on your credit card. All right. Second, I feel like you should increase your credit limit on your credit card because If you are spending on your credit card and say you're one of those people where you want to spend all your expenses, all of your budgeted expenses on your credit card and pay it off each month. Right. I don't know how much credit limit you currently have. I don't know if you have enough to do that right now. So why not if you want to do that where you're leveraging your credit, because that's the reason I mean, let's let's be honest. The reason why credit is a thing, you're getting it now so you can pay, pay later. That's leveraging your actual credit so you don't have to pay at that particular moment. If you're one of those people or want to become one of those people who pays all of, all of their expenses throughout the month on a credit card, then you just pay it off at the end of the month, you may be someone who needs to increase your actual credit limit. All right. You want to also think of the 30% rule. I've talked about that tons of time, for my people who listen all the time, y'all already know it. For those of y'all that don't go back and listen to some episodes, there's a 30% rule. It's the second rule of credit. So if you're spending over 30% of your available limit, your score decreases. Now, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. It can be a bad thing for some people, especially if you're trying to purchase something like, say, a house or say a vehicle. Or if you're looking for your score to be in a certain place because you are looking to do something where they're going to be reviewing your credit score, that's going to be important to you. So if you want to put yourself in a better position where your score isn't going down or decreasing, increasing your credit limit is going to give you more spending availability in that particular case. All right. And the last reason why you may want to apply for a higher credit limit on your credit card is you don't have to keep applying for credit cards like other credit cards when you already have one. Like say you already cool with whoever this card issuer is that you have, like I don't know if it's a bank, it's a credit union or just one of those credit card companies, right? You already have a credit card and you like, I really don't want to go out and have multiple credit cards. So that way, say if you have a credit limit of like a thousand, but you like, I'm looking for a higher credit limit and you go out to apply for a whole new credit card just to get them to increase your limit, right? You don't have to do that. Why not just if you, you are right with the credit card that you currently have why not just increase that limit instead of you having to go out and apply for a whole new credit card as a whole, right? That's just my thinking of it. Because I can remember back in the day when I was just starting, when I was in my baby credit stage, okay? When I had... The lower score, just because I was getting started on my journey, of course, there are people, they're like, nope, we only gonna give you this amount because you a baby in your credit journey, okay? I get it, I understand. So then I gotta go apply for another credit card. That's another baby credit limit because I'm still a baby credit person in my journey, right? Okay, (laughs) and so here I am, I got five over here. Let me go get five over there because that's all they give me. And then, then somebody else give me a thousand. So now I got three just to make up 2000 if y'all was keeping up okay just to make two thousand dollars as a total credit limit so instead of doing that so you don't have to go out there and keep applying for other credit cards just to have more credit availability just increase your credit limit on the current credit card that you have okay that's how i look at it okay and so i do want to go over some facts and some fictions i've been doing that during this series just because there's lots of things out there child y'all be hearing lots of things okay and so What's fiction is you can just call your credit card issuing company, whether that's a bank or credit union or credit card company, and just say, Hey, can y'all increase my credit limit? And then they'll look at your account and just be like, We absolutely will. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's not a thing. Okay. I want to talk about when you actually apply to increase your credit limit, you are doing just that. You are applying for that. That is not just a call me. Let me take a look. Oh, hell yes. We'll go ahead and give you an increase. No, that's not how that works. That's not how that works at all. That used to be the biggest lie that I heard from the elders back in the day. They'd say, yeah, you could call. Maybe that was a thing back in the day. But in my whole almost 16 years in banking, it has not been a thing. All right. So you chart that back. That's 2006. So I don't know if that was a thing before then. All right. But it's not. When you want to increase your credit limit, you have to apply. You will be applying. And when you are applying for that credit increase, they are looking at your credit report to look and see, all right, what's going on here? You know, are you to the limit on your other credit cards? All of those things are being taken taken into account. They're also looking at your credit score because for those higher limits, some credit issuers, some credit card issuers banks and or credit unions are looking for a specific credit score it's just the thing all right sometimes in majority of those cases they're looking for 700 and up it's a thing I don't know it's it's I don't know specifically who's looking for what because everybody got their own guidelines so I'm just letting you know to put yourself in a good position that may be one of the requirements all right They're also looking at your debt to income ratio. This is a misconception. When you're applying for credit, lots of people think, all right, got 850. Bow, look at you doing it, right? But you have a high debt to income ratio, meaning you're in more debt than you have income. That's basically what that means. You will not qualify for anything if you are in more debt than you have income to pay. All right. So I want to make sure that, you know, these are some factors that they're going to be looking at when you are applying for that credit limit increase. And let's say when you apply for it, they're going to give it to you. In some cases, they're probably just going to increase the current credit card limit that you have for that current credit card. So say if you have a thousand and you apply for five, they they're just going to increase it to five. In some cases, Depending on the card, depending on the company, they may say, hey, we're going to close that one out and we're going to go ahead and open you up just a $5,000 credit card and you, we're going to close out that $1,000 one that you had, all right? It just all depends on who your credit card issuer is, what it is that they do, the type of credit card that you have. There are so many different factors. And because I'm saying this to everybody, I don't know what your current situation may be, just to let you know that there are tons of options out there, Okay. Just remember, and for those of y'all that are new, y'all haven't heard this yet, so y'all got some episodes to go on ahead and go back to, but for those of y'all that be listening, I went over the five things, the five factors that affect your actual credit score. There are only five things that determine if our score is going to increase or increase or decrease. So when you are applying to increase your credit limit, that will be affecting the fourth rule of credit, which is new credit inquiries. Yes. When you get an inquiry, your score will slightly decrease. Inquiries are only worth 10% of your actual credit score, but if it's worth it, it's worth it for you to still apply. Don't worry about that. I promise you your score will realign itself with that increased credit. Once you get that new credit limit, If you decide that you are going that route, but I do want to make sure that I'm being informative to you to let you know what happens when you do apply to increase your credit limit. All right. I want to make sure that I'm being very transparent there. And I've been saying this for the whole series. I want to make sure that y'all know you can go to Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. They have credit education there. You can hear it directly from the horse's mouth. Just in case y'all over here like, uh-uh, my sister, baby cousin, Somebody, whoever, child, I couldn't remember the reference from Friday. I was trying. I was trying. (laughs) I couldn't remember it. Just in case you like somebody told you this, somebody else told you that. I've qualified myself in the beginning. That ain't something I'm going to continue to do, especially on my podcast. Okay. So I'm just trying to let you know what is a fact versus the things that are fiction. But please go check out Credit Education for yourself. And it's Financial Literacy Month. We should all be students of finding out new financial literacy tips. Credit is a financial literacy topic. So you should always make sure that you are finding out new things, whether you're listening to my podcast, you're going on a website to look at things website specific. Okay. Experience Equifax and TransUnion, get it from the horse's mouth, whatever you're doing, just make sure you're doing something. It will make us all better. And because it's financial literacy month, if you're listening to this and you got kids that are, let's say teenagers, high school listen to this with them. Okay. Turn this on for them. This is digestible enough for them. I always have me playing for my kids to teach them about financial topics. Okay. I make this at my house. Y'all I'm literally in my room when I make these episodes in my room, they hear me playing these episodes. They start asking me questions. That's how you start talking about financial type topics, credit type topics with your actual kids. Okay. Because I know so many people where we didn't have these conversations with our parents. So don't be that parent that don't do it. Okay. Just turn this on or turn something else on. If you don't want it to be me, something so that they get it. All right. Well, I have been talking a lot, child. This is it. (laughs) I got like a timer now I'm like, all right, when you've been talking over this time frame, it's too much. Let me just let y'all know, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. Truly appreciate all of y'all. So much gratitude for y'all in my heart. I do appreciate y'all supporting me throughout this journey. 92 episodes in and I can't thank y'all enough. Y'all, the reason why I'm here, listenership has grown, tripled, and I appreciate it. I know it's because of y'all because I ain't doing hardly none of the things that I need to do to get this podcast out there. And I know it's because y'all is my marketing team. That is the only thing you're going to hear me really mispronounce. Y'all is marketing. Okay. No matter how big I get, y'all still going to be marketing. So I appreciate it. So I want y'all to live life mindfully, intentionally, and on purpose. And until next time, when I hit y'all with another one.